traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no prostitutes. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Yes, there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Well, ambient noise. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You find yourself here with us to be as fun, as fine, as black, and as Canadian as we are, with zero apologies for it. So you're not that sorry about it. I'm Jan. The one who is slowly working my way back into the world again, including a Jasmine Sullivan concert with resident black-owned brand ambassador Antonia. What's up? And John's here, too, who had the great idea for a show field trip to hit the only two indoor roller rinks in our relative areas. So look out for that on the socials. John skates like the wind. You don't even know. You don't even know. Like the wind. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into it. There are no other exits in this room, John. I'm yep. blocking them. I'm, <laughs> I'm by the only window. I'm blocking the one other safe exit. Yeah, you can't jump out this window. I'm in front of it. <laughs> so uh, Canada's Got Talent's about to be a thing again. I think it premieres tomorrow, actually, um, at the time of recording. Judges include Lily Singh, Cardinal Official, Trish Stratus, and Howie Mandel. And um, according to Cardinal's IG, uh, apparently the reviews have him as the meme judge, but... His caption says he's just telling the truth, which is just the most Toronto thing I can hear. So. I mean, but I mean, Simon Cowell was the mean judge. Also, he was mean, but he was the one coach who would always be like, that sucked. I don't know who told you you could sing. <laughs> he got softer later on just because, like, I feel like the network was like, we're losing. Views. But also multiple <laughs> years of doing this and he mm-hmm. gets older and just a more delicate soul, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Drake and LeBron and some other people, Antonia probably, I don't know, uh, we're here to launch the next in a long line of celebrity liquors, uh, Lobo 1707 tequila, I guess. Oh. Tequila does not agree with me, so I'm out. <laughs> Thanks, Dragon's Den. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine. For I hate reason, tequila, so for that reason, I, for that I reason, am out. I'm out. Yeah. Makes my stomach feel like it Love is that. molten lava. Drake's got cornrows, too. Did you do that? You braid him? I did not braid him. Um, if I did, uh, they tell wouldn't be th- I would tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have been practicing for months. So. <laughs> Who says you're not? And I would have bought a yacht at this point. All the money I would have charged him. So Wow. Would have got my uh, suitcase full of money if what I. Do you, what do you think yachts cost? <laughs> a lot like of you, money, but I would have charged him. one braid up is going to buy yeah, you a yacht. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. Probably catch a couple of Russian um. Yeah, it's a proxy. So I'm saying. Jake would have been like, whatever for these bomb, these fly cornrows that Tony Lawrence. Like, yeah, you're welcome. Which That's probably his next thing he's going to get is a yacht. He says he doesn't, he doesn't have a one. fleet already. He's probably the, building one right now. Doesn't have an armada? Now that like, now that like, uh, now the cruises are back on deck. At the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, apparently everyone's. March Madness brackets have been busted within the first 48 hours of the tournament start. That's so funny to me, dude. No, it was brutal. I, keep I don't on, know why. On the app that I, keep, that I do my tournament on, you get, you know, they get these stupid information things like, oh, yeah, well, there's only. <laughs> it's only stupid when it's wrong. You know, 78% of the brackets had this and, oh, you know, like, um, you know, there's only like 600 People's bracket's still alive who has a perfect bracket going on and out of like whatever, you know, it's just. Apparently it's zero. <laughs> Listen, you had to be on point this year because, I mean, you, this year was a hard one to call. Because of all these Canadians, we got like over 50 between both tournaments. Yeah, and there's still a lot left too. Just, so. just maple syrup all over the, the Marsh Madness um, NCAA basketball Inside, outside. Uh, downside, we got seven footers, seven foot four guys. Yeah, so. just cause. <laughs> so yeah, everything's healthy in the bas- uh, basketball world. Canada, the men's team, um, they won their qualifications um, last month. Tight. Um, 
for you. One more summer medal we can get in these Olympics, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> ah, too bad. Uh, speaking of Olympic medals, Damian Warner won the indoor heptathlon at the World Championships with a point total of 6,489. So he completes the Olympic plus World Champion indoor double. What do those points mean? Every... I'm glad you asked. Because I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what is so, the maximum amount of points you can get? So every every event has a has point increments based on your results. So like different distances, different times, you get this range of points. So if you ex- so when however high you are within this range, you get that sorts out your yeah. point total. Okay. So then you add up all the point total to your events together, and you declare your winner. What's the maximum amount of points you can get? Oh, great question. I don't have the answer to that. If you got 6,000 and something points, I'm assuming. Because they're not, the. I don't believe all the points are distributed evenly. How? Multi-eventers, let me know. Um, I believe, because there are certain events that score higher than others. I feel like for the men, the men's decathlon, I feel like long jump score is high, hurdle score is high. Versus just doing long jump without the decathlon. Well, yeah, because the whole point of the multis is that you're you're doing this for a point total, and typically the results are a little lesser than those who specialize in these events. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. So, like long jumpers who specialize in long jump will long jump farther than a decathlete typically. Okay. Because there are there are some decathletes who are like, "Yo, I'm a dope long jumper hurdler." whatever and i do that individual event as well as the multi just to flex <laughs> basically just, just to flex <laughs> kind of yes. like what you're doing now with the track is that what i'm doing i'd kind of say so yeah okay haters haters <laughs> in the building um no that's not what i'm doing i'm the only person who Sounds watched it that's what you're doing <laughs> uh, you asked a question i'm helping you answer you could always, you know what? Google's free. Fuck y'all. Just, just like, <laughs> someone says this person scored almost 7,000 points. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a big deal. That's, um, and it's not even flex. Like, what I witnessed in university um, was Olympian Jessica Zelenka, who did the indoor heptathlon for the University of Calgary. I think they only sent like five girls to what was CIs, which is now U Sports. Okay. So. Um, the way that worked is you have your team totals. So from eighth place to first place, you have one through 10 points. Highest point total wins the team championship, right? How did, who determines How did Calgary get like second or third with five girls? Because Jessica Zelenka did the indoor hept, which is one event, and then did all seven events individually. No, thank you. And placed. <laughs> I don't think I love them. Just cause. That. I don't think I love anything that much, to be honest. Um, just cause. <laughs> just that's the flex. If I could, if we want to talk about flex, if I could get seven thousand points from taking naps in the middle of the day, I think that would be my <laughs> Olympics of choice. I don't love anything that much. Other, like I to like to do, do it to do it do it like to be like yeah I'm like in it like I'm doing this thing to be like can we collect me them points? That's <laughs> the craziness of youth, I believe. It must be because that's that's the equivalent of just being happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's the thing, like me in the same room, I complain I would complain about having to long jump as well. I only triple jumped. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh man, I got a long jump too. <sighs> which, meanwhile, like, which is easier. The triple jump has I more complicated. Meanwhile, steps. I got a long jump against her. Yeah. Triple while jump, she <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the triple jump involves a series of steps that have to be done in succession. Long jump, you can just throw yourself. Triple jump, there's like it's not there's, a throw. No, essentially, if you're just gonna, if I'm gonna dumb it down for people, you just have to like throw yourself into the sand. But that's the triple flex jump. As well, triple jump involves you having to do Doing the and not trip yourself before you have to fling yourself into the sand. That world record so, got broken today. Got broken um, as like, well for the I women in the world indoors. <laughs> like Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Anyways, that's all. I just want to know about these points. Yeah, that's the. To my understanding, those who, okay. uh, Natalie, listening to you, uh, those who actually did the damn thing and has a more intimate knowledge of how this works, please get at me so I, or get at Antonia, cut out the middleman, explain it to her. 
because that's. I'm gonna go to Google and that's be the impression more confused. I have. So someone can like explain it to me as if you were explaining um, how to bake a cake to a child. I will just call Natalie um, for you. Thank you, I appreciate it. I don't need you to come. It'll be like jargon. you two talking to each other. Don't show me. Like I, I'm really good with like pictures and video. I'm a visual learner. <laughs> yeah. So if you there's nothing wrong at, with that. If you come at me with that plus facts, appreciate you. If you throw words at me, that's already gone. I've already forgotten it. <laughs> I've already forgotten half of what Jan said about how these points scored. Like I don't. It's just range. Incremental. Hey. That's the only thing that I remember. <laughs> and that not everything is scored equally. But I can't tell you anything else. So. Either way, sorry, <laughs> I, cool. I have failed you. Congratulations as, to as all of you <laughs> who are out here doing the damn thing and scoring all them points. <laughs> Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> that is all I can offer you. <laughs> Either way, Canada's dominating the multi-events. He'll probably do Diamond League as well. He'll, you know, COVID's over, so. He <laughs> as of March 21st, y'all. <laughs> so, you know, today, today time, it's over. Yeah. And um, everything goes back to like it never happened. And just like the Marvel movies, the, the, we have a two-year blip. <laughs> <laughs> just where things were weird. Hey, remember that time? It was a joke. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So on that, we'll take a short break. Next stop, what you say? All right. So what you saying? The Porter episode five. I was ready to call this a filler episode. And you're like, yo, it's just one of those things. We're just segueing the story. But then... <laughs> Felt like a lot of segues. Yeah, but still, like, things going down. Like, they drop these little nuggets of, like, oh, hey, you thought this you thought this storyline was chill? We're just going to turn up the heat on this other storyline. And I kind of like it. I don't mind it. I Listen, one, Junior. Sir, junior, if you, don't you get, know what? If you don't get your life together. You and your pencil mustache. You're messing up. He's been messing up since episode one, which is what I said. <laughs> Like, Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> if, if someone doesn't die in the next two episodes, I will genuinely be shocked. This is a Game um, of Thrones. <laughs> it might be. Queenie already murked her cousin. That's what I'm saying. And somebody fashion. died. It was I, I was like, somebody definitely was going to die. I had that bad omen feeling. I knew yeah. something was going to happen. Junior, here's my thing. Here's the thing. For those of you who watched the last episode, you know that um, Maureen had to go to New York. She wanted to go meet Marcus Garvey and chat with him about her idea for a black clinic. Blah, blah, blah. Junior's off doing his dumb stuff. Hustle, trying to be all sneaky and whatever, thinking yeah. he's a grown man thing and, you know, <laughs> living his best life and out here because, you know, the Porter hustle isn't making enough wow. up for the family, so he's out here just doing whatever he wants, disregarding the, you know, the needs at home. So Zeke is like, I'm going to take your wife. She's not triggered at all. Doesn't tell Junior, which honestly to me, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, that's your best friend. My thing is if One you're, of those things that would have been solved in a text. If you're mad, it, 100%, have. but we unfortunately <laughs> did not have those things. We did not. So Zeke saw that Maureen you know, needed someone to go, and he was like, I'm just going to hop to action. I mean, was it shady for him not to tell her that? Because he knew that if he was like, oh, by the way, I'm just doing this, and she would have been like, uh, but Junior doesn't know. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, it's not is like Junior didn't there? know that Zeke was out doing union things. Like, He'd be like, "Yo, I'll run, Mar- I'll run Marlene up because yeah. I gotta take care of other things anyway." So Which, it's fine. But it makes me, it makes me wonder because as this last episode ended and Marlene said that she al- often loses track of time and it's always with Zeke. Yeah, that was a weird thing to me, say. It made me think that there is history there and that Junior is suspicious. I need. Oh, of course he is. I need He's the exposition. Very suspicious because it's like what happened in Wales. What's this deal? So my thing is... Tell me now. My thing is, Junior keeps his enemies close. And his side part's closer? And side part's closer. So he keeps Zeke close so he can keep eyes on him, but then, you know, doesn't think anything's gonna happen because he he got the girl. relies on him for things. He got the girl, but then relies on him for things and Zeke is happy to do it. So I'm just like, something happened here and we're gonna find out because how often do Zeke and Marlene hang out that they're just losing track of time? I don't know if I like well, that tone, I mean, but damn. They went to New York. But I know, but she said every time, at the end of this episode, she said that she always was track of time when she's with him. I don't know why she added that. I don't know why she, but that's why I'm just like, ding, flag. So I've, Flags, noted, that. Right? I've noted that for next episode. That's weird. But Junior can literally go the way of the dinosaur right now because wow. I am annoyed with him. Very annoyed. You have a child with special needs and a wife who is literally trying to build her empire. And all you can be out here, you're literally just like, wow. He's trying to grass, build his, he's trying grass, to build his is, his grass is greener. 
at the at the detriment of his family. This man is out here knowing that he could die at any second. Well, that's anyone. Henry died. This is not as a reporter. Don't make excuses. At work. That was not the same as him like stepping out to go whatever. He fell off of something and died. Yeah. But this is someone actively going into a line of work that he knows he, he could literally just get murked one day and nothing, his family is not taking he care does, of. He does think he's the smartest one in the room. And that is for simply, damn sure. He simply is not. Anyways, I'm just, I'm very annoyed. I'm very annoyed, Junior. I see this happen. You hear about these stories all the time. You see things, your friends who go through this, whatever, may, never, like, not at like this level, but it, just something similar, and you're just like, why don't you care about what's happening at home? Why is, why is it so, why everything, why is everything outside so interesting? <laughs> are you bored at home? Clearly you are. You don't have enough excitement? I love Brand Ambassador. Angela. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Anyways. She's sassy. I also love that Zeke is just constantly in other people's business. Always. Oh, We can't all be perfect. Zeke is constantly in other people's business, and but it's all like it's all to like he's ch- he keeps trying to chase these union leads and yeah. keeps like stumbling onto other things he well, did not want. But here's the thing, though: he's now struck gold. Yeah, in the form of smuggled black men from the states here to break a yes. strike. Like he has struck gold. All sniffing around by is uncovering his company, the black list. dude passing. Like, yeah. come on, yeah. like. That everything, everything's happening. So many, and like, and now we're gonna, we're probably gonna get more of that story of the the one cook who's here passing as a white dude, you know, trying to marry a Jewish girl. trying to marry a Jewish girl, you know, says all the things against black people so he can fit in with all the other white dudes. Yeah, and now it's like we know your secret. The bluish have a complicated like, history. We know your secret, and like we could just blow up your spot, but we're not going to because we know that's dangerous and you could actually die. And, like, the money you're making doing what you're doing is actually helping fund, you know, whatever else you're doing. So, like, it's all about the hassle, but also annoyed. Yeah. And I just, and then we have uh, Lucy as well. Yeah, Lucy and her dude. Um, And, I mean. I'm confused by his accent. Sorry, is anybody else confused by his accent? (laughs) What is that? I don't know. Sometimes it's just like just like, like is that play. just money? And then it's, and it's just like throws a little flare, and I'm like, "Where's this even coming from? Your dad doesn't speak like this. Where's this come from? I don't know. So he's like <laughs> a traveled man. This could be, this could be new money accent. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it is. He's trying to be interesting. <laughs> All the white girls just think he's boring, but then black girls they need a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of je ne sais quoi. A little a little effort. Mm-hmm. That's the word you're looking for. Is effort. Yeah, yeah. You can't be ethnic, but you can be foreign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we like this? You two. You're laughing over there, so it's the three of us. How dare you? Nope. (laughs) You're laughing in Vulcan, we know. The Vulcans don't laugh. And that's how we know. (laughs) That's how we know. Your silence means you're laughing in Vulcan. I get it. I've decoded. Just putting up with it. It's like a Vulcan. (laughs) Crack the code. Indeed. Anyway, sorry. I've said enough about these people. Anyone else (laughs) want to say? I just have a lot of feelings about Junior in particular. You don't say. He annoys me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm curious about like I don't know. Lucy's storyline kind of seems like it starts and stops for me. Like mm-hmm. I haven't really figured out what, um, what homeboy's deal is with her. Like, are they mutually using each other? Is there a genuine connection here? Their chemistry doesn't always read for me on screen. I don't really. No, yeah, the whole feel. relationship's a little weird. It's but weird. It's yeah, like came out of nowhere. And I like, mean, like he was all like, "Oh, pretty girl," and she's like, "I mean, like you're she a white definitely dude with money." Yeah, I mean, I think she you're the white dude with money. She's definitely a meal. She's definitely looking him out as a meal ticket. I think for sure. Like, are they? I don't know. Can they? Be, but I don't, but in this episode, when he meets up with his whatever friend with the other S name was Slush. I want to call him Slush. It's like it's. I don't know. The, his, his homie was calling him Splash. But Splash. I don't know I don't, he oh, called him Swift or something. We should Swirl. pay attention to the episode. Anyways, <laughs> killed he, the dog though. It seems who killed the dog. Homeboy. Killed oh, the homeboy dog. definitely killed the dog. Yeah. 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 He th- he won thousand. Every did so you okay, no, no, but did you catch you caught every single look between the two of them? Yeah, right? no, he was like the two of them have some some deep seated beef. Yeah, 
Like, it wasn't enough that he told the story about him Prep peeing school, himself. boarding school stuff. Like, that one dude definitely bullied him. Like, he was yes. for sure bullied. And he was just like, you know what, then? I'm a one-up I call him Splash. Call him yeah. Splash. But then he told the story about where Splash came yeah. from. Yeah. Just you're to be like, nah, some, right, funny. If you're still calling someone Splash from You don't respect childhood. him. Yeah, exactly. You don't respect him. Like, uh, and like, it's, and it's not I mean, a funny ha-ha. live on sometimes. But, but it's not a funny ha-ha way. Cause it isn't. He's not he's, in on that joke. When he said Splash from across the room, he was like. I mean, that's a joke that would get old quick. Real yeah. old, real quick. That, that dude's not in on. No. So. But also, like, now that, now that the dog is dead. <laughs> and that's how John Wick started. Like, and... <laughs> my first thought was that it was going to cut to him running downstairs and blaming Lucy for it. Like, I immediately knee-jerk reaction oh, to that. Geez. Being like, he's going to be like, the Negro did it. And that's where my mind went, and suddenly all her dreams are dead. And that's that's something <laughs> I'm dealing with. <laughs> because I'm re-watching Game of Thrones, like, yes. when he was in the bathroom, I was waiting for someone to come and murk him. That too. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, I'm projecting George R. R. Martin yeah. and Westerosi universe on Just. him when the porter has not behaved this way thus far. No, has and I been. have no reason to believe this. No. But, yeah. It was just a lot. The porter kills music, kill people with a music change, <laughs> sudden tension in the room, yeah. and then that's true. But Oof. yeah, yeah. Also, was... a lighting change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that. The porter like cushions the fall. Yeah. <laughs> Where Game of Thrones is like, oh, you were just casually watching. Oh yeah, they're dead. Yeah, Hope he didn't look away. Cause also, I want to talk it. about Marlene's um, by the way relationship with her friend Gwen, who she goes around and doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, the hell's up with Gwen? Her little girl's in see it for Marlene. She's not for the people. Um, when what's his name was like, okay, well, Gwen's now gonna be doing the medical stuff, even though she's not the experience, but she has efficiency, which is like really the sly way of being like, she's she bad listens. at this. No, but like, <laughs> no, 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 she listens and you don't. Yeah, is what he told that's Marlene. Fair. Like, she listens, you don't. This is my way. And Marlene was right. He's doing it to punish her. Gwen took that how she took it. Yep. But it was facts. Mm-hmm. And like, sorry that you're hurt by that, but like, facts are facts, and you suck at this part of the job. <laughs> so like. And that's exactly it. Like, and, like, also, why are you comfortable being used to get back at somebody? Yeah. I understand that. that. What I do enjoy is that, um, is that everyone and every character, even secondary characters, are painted as a monolith. Like, you show disagreements and varying, um, varying uh, stances in philosophies in terms of, like, you know, black liberation and um, colorism and classism and all this, like not everyone agrees on yeah. the, the same way of doing things and the same methods or anything like that. And I really respect that because that's real. Yeah. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna be a hundred percent on every single factor. Yeah. So I just like seeing that play naturally rather than, you know, the Tyler Perry approach of like, <laughs> Everyone has to be sharp, contrast, or super agree. Yeah. Everyone is the universal experience. Yeah. Overshadowing some church. Yep. Christian cautionary tales yep. and yep. go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, seeing how we're in this kind of phase and stuff, I've, I just kind of looking things up. But so I came across this paper called um, For the Freedom of Black People, which is a case study for on the Universal Negro Improvement Association in Canada from 1900 to 1950. Okay. By Carla uh, Morano. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I'm not finished it yet, but I'm just, you know, kind of getting my way through it. But she's just, you know, bringing through a lot of kind of different, kind of the segment of Canada at that time in terms of uh, black folks and our numbers. And, um, just kind of the contrast of who was creating the co- who was here make, make the ethnic makeup of you know just the diversity yeah, yeah, within yeah. even just within black folk because I mean there's a Caribbean influence even back then yeah, yeah absolutely you know there's, there's there's um I mean Montreal and Halifax and um, Cape Breton um, Edmonton Toronto St Catharines every place in between. And, the, you know, the numbers, I mean, you're talking 14,000, 20,000 black folks in Canada all together. And, you know, just with that whole thing, you know, like UNIA and Marcus Garvey, and it's just like, how did that come to be in Canada? And how did, you know, we communicate yeah. these, create these bridges? I mean, we're talking just trains, right? Like the trains yeah. is, and the trains is essentially what brought black folk across through the country too as well. Yeah. Like, and as long as with everybody. So it's just interesting to see 
as Jan was saying, just the different segments in society, like in the prevailing thoughts, like how do you organize something like, you know, the UNIA in Canada with just so many at it's such a, you know, young kind of everything just kind of growing and hundred percent people and different chains of thoughts and people, you know, wanting to pursue, you know, life and whatever people looking politically. How do we do that? And yeah. Um, socially, how do we do that? And um, economically, and you know all these things. So, I mean, and the porter does provide a few. I mean, good kind of balance uh, view of that. So, agreed. That's very true. Well said. Yeah. Applause. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the context. I'm always looking at things. Just the yeah. broader thing of just okay, it's great we put this thing together, but in stay tuned to when John speaks. Um, yeah. New episodes coming. Up. Just kidding. <laughs> No, it's um, great. It's great to have that that uh, to catch all that nuance because the show, if you miss it, like there's every little thing that you spot, whether it's spoken, whether you see it in the distance, yeah, whether it's just in like simple actions of people, like it's there, and it's so fascinating. Like I want to know and meet these writers, yeah, because they had to be so meticulous, very, to catch all those varying degrees and just be like, okay, <laughs> the lived experience all of these things <laughs> and they're yeah. happening at once yeah like how do we how do we portray that on screen and like so far they've done such an incredible job i agree and like zeke in particular i mean he's fine but like um what i've come to really admire about his performance is that he wears that that frustration on his brow so well like last episode when he his interaction with the customs officer and he had to just pull over and just start yelling like yeah. He carries his character carries that so well, and I it's like the it's like the invisible ink that I feel black people universally can can watch this performance and pick up on. Like, yeah, know that look, know that feeling, and I just think it's completely great. Not that other performances of similar frustrations and situations haven't been picked up like that, but I just thought it it really felt it felt um accurate to the time yeah but also relatable to the modern day viewer which is what yeah and it's so, I it's so really relatable. really re- really really it's, it's so relatable too because like he has so much writing he's so passionate about getting this union up and running that he knows that any little slip up yep will tank it because he's the only person fully invested in this like mm-hmm. yes he's brought other people along and they're there for the ride but they look to him for leadership yeah so he knows that if he does anything to mess that up that's it, it yeah. the dream dies with him pretty and much so there's so many like you said there's so many real life like modern day right now um things like that where we're just like <laughs> you know yeah. you're the only one whether it's in your workplace in your school in your family in your friend group somewhere like you're the only one and like if you really want to see you have to be so calculated and that like it makes or breaks people like it's not for everyone and like you can you know sometimes some things you got to let go that's why you have some people in the show being like just let it go zeke is it worth blah blah blah." yeah because they're just like i couldn't do it (laughs) and like it's not not to be like wow i can't believe we're doing this but they also don't have the strength to support you and it's stressful for them to watch you stress about this. Yes. So it's just easier if you just drop it so that they can just, you know, continue on whatever path they're on. Yeah. But, I mean, we wouldn't have accomplished what we've accomplished. We wouldn't have been making the strides that we've made if all the people who've done these great things and propelled um, black people to the spaces we are now just gave up. Yeah. So. I think I, I was saying this as we were watching, like, for the hundred year time span between the events of this show to where we are currently living, we deserve, we as black people deserve to smack a lot more people. <laughs> Not saying we have to go on like a, you know, racial bias only spree, but like when white people in particular start to act up, they deserve to be dealt with in the moment with physical harm. Not life threatening, but just a quick, quick smack, smack. Yeah. And just, like uh, zero. Yeah. I've talked about this constantly with friends. Like they, we should have a zero consequence day. And that's just called the purge? No, no, no. Zero consequences in terms of, like, we're not killing anybody. But just, like, if I want to yell at somebody, if I want to talk, no, my next side was at you because you said whatever. Like, I can't get fired. So, and there's no retroactive anything either. Like, it can't be the next, it can't be, can't be the next day and you're like, hey, Antonio, you're fired. No, no, no. This happened. I dealt with I it. I don't need it's to do this It's over day. now. 
it's done. Like, oh man. Whether that's you know, and it can't just be during Black History Month. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> I am going to file have, this for a future. Let me to, ask you this. I now. have talked to many people about this, and I stand by it. Like, no consequence day would be phenomenal, because unless unless we can do what my girl Evelyn <laughs> did a really cool skit about years ago where we can like call in black <laughs> like that's never gonna happen so my work has sort of started that where yeah like, like i don't necessarily call it calling in black but my work has kind of started something like that where now we have our, our black executive directors just like listen for the black folks if there's ever a day where you're just like the world is literally too much right now message your supervisor and be like yo i need a day and it won't come off of your your personal time it won't come off of your vacation hours it's just a day like appreciate you. So I I think the call in black thing is kind of happening for for where I work right now. Yeah. Um but yeah. Stay tuned to our future and let me ask you this though. Of what <laughs> yeah. we do for a no consequence. I have day. an entire list. <laughs> and so no consequence day for me also includes unlimited money so I can fly places and also have words with certain people. See now you're just messing with the budget. And what it doesn't cost anything, just let you not let you. No, do no things. consequence day also means that there's no limit to what we can do on those days. I guess we're dreaming big here. I'm not asking about just walking down the street. Like I want to be able to hop on a plane to Alberta, rally up an entire assembly hall full of people, yell at all of them, <laughs> make them cry, and then leave. Well then, so <laughs> save save it for the episode. Save it for the episode or on the Patreon or whatever we're doing. <laughs> So, yeah, well, we sort that out because, man, this is really going to be a thing that happens and be prepared to answer this on Instagram and Twitter as well. So, uh, you know, talk quietly amongst yourselves. We'll be right back. Next up, let me ask you this, though. Welcome back. Thanks so much for hanging in. Let's wrap this up with a little uh, uh, let me ask you this, though. So I want to know, you know, everybody's coming back to work and kind of piggybacking off of being black in the workplace. What, what's the thing you really want out of your black coworkers slash bosses? Like when you enter a new job, the job you currently have, any future job you might possibly want. Like what makes the difference if your black coworker or boss does blank? For me, it's when you're not that dick in the room. The the other, like if it's you and one other and you can't see eye to eye, you can't acknowledge each other, you can't, you know, use that common ground to kind of like even surface level look out for each other. God, I hate that so much. So very much. I understand. My industry especially is very competitive and everybody's, doing what they do to get ahead. Cool. Don't be that person who's got to tear down the one other or can't, or suddenly can't see the one other. Like yeah. I, I can't deal with that. Yeah. That's hard to deal with. Cause you want to be like, you want to have to be able to have that look across the room. Like, are you seeing this? And if they're just like, yeah. <laughs> or to be like, cause now everybody's got a diversity initiative. Like when it's, Complete rubbish. I need to be able to look at the one other and be like, um, do what? Yeah. No, this is why I see we're not a monolith. Exactly. <laughs> add money to the mix and yeah. Oh, yeah. Change like, everything. We're all, we're all in a different we're all <laughs> Add money, add position. We all have, different, we all have different goals. Yes, we, we do. Different goals. Yeah. Yeah. Different goals. And no longer in struggling. No longer in the mud together. Some people are getting out that mud real fast. <laughs> Some have been raised up. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I mean, I guess I don't have that problem, but um, I yeah, I'm trying to just think of instances when I did. How soon until people stop asking about your hair? <laughs> well, I mean, that's just that was well, that's Alberta. Like I had to see with my own eyes <laughs> to see like people in the wild ask you about your hair. I'm like, what about him said approach me to speak? Yeah, of anything. Don't know. I mean, I guess those are instances when you know, I just ignore them. You don't, you don't think about those things anymore. I guess. No. I don't. I mean, it doesn't occur to me. <laughs> occurrences are at a low rate at that terms because I'm not out there anymore like that. Thanks, pandemic. Thank goodness. <laughs> but um. Thanks, blip years. 
tough. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just the stuff you just ignore. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's things I'm like, every day, even regardless of work, you're just like, what? What? You're just like, <laughs> am I supposed to get hung up on that? Or am I just, you know, focused on that or what? But, I mean. You really have to choose your battles. And sometimes that's I mainly just want it. to battle. <laughs> that's mainly I it. I mean, if you can't be on the same page, you can't be on the same page. And that's cool, too. But let's just respect the fact that we're not going to be you know yeah like make, making it more than it needs to be yeah just, we can be different but yeah. like we gotta unite against them when it happens like <laughs> bruh <laughs> something <laughs> yeah it's the it's been the lack of unity in my workplaces um and the pet peeve that still sends me is don't Address me as another black person you've met in this building. Don't do that. What do you? Sorry. What do you mean by that? Like, don't call me the other. Oh, don't black call person. you the other black person. Oh, oh, <sighs> happens. A black lot. Jan. That's gross. I'm Jan, stupid. So it would be calling Antonia Jan <laughs> and calling me Antonia. Oh, you know when the, you know when that happens to me if I'm walking Thorn out on the beach. Or if I don't have him and people are used to seeing him with you, like, oh, your dog. And I was like, that's my roommate's dog. And we look nothing alike. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, there's just the different skin complexions and height and hairstyles and all of the glasses and literally everything. Walking so styles and jackets. Do and not understand. Not, like, but also dogs, like who's registering the human? I guess I'm like we're the only ones who are because no one else is. I'm I'm definitely not registering the human's name. I but at least going at least I'm not looking and be like, hey, aren't you that white lady who has that dog? She's like, who are you? Maybe start. <laughs> Maybe start. Reparations. <laughs> Let's start doing it. I'll say reparations wherever you can find them. Yeah. Aren't you Anne Hathaway? I don't know. <laughs> like, isn't every white woman Anne Hathaway? I don't know. Aren't you guys all like friends or something? <laughs> I think it was <laughs> sure as well he's like i don't know the difference between sandra bullock and julia roberts I'm like there isn't interesting literally i mean i literally made that mistake <laughs> yesterday because i was trying to name um sandra bullock who's in prince of egypt and i said julia roberts she really oh yeah she was she played miriam Damn. and i i said yeah julia roberts in prince of egypt so i was like wait what and i went no. <laughs> i was like i know that's wrong i know that's wrong so jamal i totally same. jamal i totally get it i i i looked and i was like wow, i can't believe i made the mistake and i was like no i can't yeah. I can't believe it. And not even like the freaky lookalikes that the no, entertainment columns like put up person. every year. But no, they, they're yeah. interchangeable. Same. When you can't get one, you book the other. Yeah. And if you can't get either, you book Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would say with my thing with, with black coworkers and bosses, this is the first time that I have had a black boss. Wow. That I can, if I'm really digging back. Now, uh, this boss you have, is he just your immediate no, like, supervisor? So, he So my main boss is a woman. Okay. And then my immediate supervisor, supervisor is a man. Okay. Um, yeah, he's on paternity leave right now, but even his he's temporary replacement, also black. Nice. Um, this is the first time I've worked with this many black people in a permanent position. Wow. And not just like a summer camp or whatever. What's that even like? Um, I mean, the first time I ever had a black professor was when I went back to school for like the third time. I've never so it's like cool. I have so many <laughs> black high school teachers. Yeah, no, I had none. No, I had. None. I mean, there was one in the school. I didn't. He taught architectural drafting, and I'm a dummy who didn't take the class. All the black so. professors, all the black teachers, were at the university. At the high school, there were none. Oh. And then when I went to the university, um, I didn't have classes with any of them. So that, and that was also Alberta. There were a bunch of black professors at the university, but then, like, none of them were in any of the programs that I was. Um, <laughs> My African Canadian studies class was taught by a white woman. So, nah. I mean, and that <laughs> happens too. That happens a lot. She, so, like, she wrote the textbook, so I listened. But yeah, that's I would, still, that's still I would be listening with an <laughs> ear cocked. Like, you wrote this. Anyways. Listen, that's, I, that's I enjoyed for, the class. That's for another time. Um, yeah, I, this is the first time I've had majority, like most, the most amount of black coworkers. I'm usually the only one. Wow. 
Yeah. Like I can usually count on like maybe or there's one or like, two or to there's three like, others. Or there's like, like three of us. Like when I worked at Starbucks, there were there were three of us. How many of you are on a shift at once? Sometimes there'd be two of us, but most oh, times okay. we were we weren't working together, and that was by design because bosses were dumb. Hate that. Yeah. I mean, even in my case, like I am the black guy, or so the only black person there, and I Did mean, you have to answer for everything to do with your race. Of course not. I put it well. We're not. We don't. Yeah, no. we set these boundaries early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. We don't go those places. I mean, there was. I mean. I can recall one occasion when some, um, they were asking me, um, what is it? What was it? Why do, um, what is it with white girls that like black guys? <gasps> and that I'm was like, the question that they asked you? Yeah. And I mean. How were you meant to answer that? I'm like, Honestly. No, I, I, I just pointly say it. I mean, I wasn't a vendor. I'm just like, well, why don't you ask them? Like, <laughs> you, you, like. <laughs> You the make white it, girls. you know what I mean? Like you're trying to make a situation where it's like I have like I don't know. Ask them. Why do they I'm choose always, you? I'm like I don't I'm know. always kind of curious too as to why because <laughs> it's kind of strange to me. Like, like explain yourself. Certain, cir- 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 certain circumstances. I'm yes, just a little you know miffed. But you know oh I don't God. ask these questions. But you know stupid gross. things like get. Asked them pose like or wow. you know I think I mentioned <laughs> it before when there was a time when you know there was another um the one 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 company I was working with there was another brother there and, um and you know I mean I'm you know at that point the senior in the you know in the company and he's you know just help doing doing his thing and you know I look out for him or whatever, just tell him heads up or whatever. And I mean, whatever, we're definitely, you know, two ships passing at night, regardless and yeah. of whatever light we're in. Right. But whatever, cool cards on just whatever. I don't think he quite grasped it, but you know what it is because I think he's always been used to just kind of being, you know, the only brother out there, whatever. And, and, uh, the one time I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll sit down and, after work, and we'll go, you know, have some drinks or whatever. Again, why I reason why I don't do these things is <laughs> it's fully like because you hate crowds, kids, and re- music. No, no, no. It's just it's revealed. Like no, no, no. It's just these stupid up. things that you just. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how he got here. It's when people feel too <laughs> comfortable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's those yeah. things, and it's just like. But you're like, also very Spider-Man, and like everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> you blow it. I'm, it. I'm never doing this again. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's just that whole thing. It's that just is. like, oh, you know, you're black. And it's just like, yeah, yeah but I you're do. not so Thank black. You. you know, and, you know, trying to put uh. one against you. I'm like, that's a, I'm just like, you know, putting people out there. And I'm just like, you're so black, you, but you're this like, is why. Mm, now you got to really come not. back to work. Because guess what? I ain't got no problem going to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's 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 not <laughs> the web I weave. the same, Charlie? <laughs> that's not the web I weave. So, you know what I mean? Dang, yeah. People really want to talk crazy. To, uh, but it's always that thing. It's but I mean that's just like to me. It's just always. I don't understand why people just can't check what they're about to say or why they need to say things in certain lights. Like it's because there are people who get comfortable really quickly com- and go. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm like this is not something that you just say. You don't just do this, but like, but then that also, but then you look at it, you look at how white folks are raised versus black folks versus other ethnic, other ethnic folks. And it's the calculations that we have to take. They're really being respectful. This other, there's so much about it that we're like, the way that we are raised is so different. And so, or the way that we observe other people, we're just like, oh, I'm going to do that. Like, it's so different where it's well, like it's just our counterparts, our white counterparts are told like, feel like your feelings, do all the things. So they get up, they grow to be we older know, and they just like know, spurt things know, out with no mu- consequence. We know we must apply a filter to just getting by and doing things. Yeah. All right? Which is why it always shocks me when I'm approached by those who don't have this filter. I'm like, who yeah. raised you? Zero. Like, and so. Were you, were you not beaten? Like, like what, no. Were you not given any limitations? Yeah, and I'm even in my advanced age. I don't know what what throws me more when when black people do it or when others do it because I won't. I will group white etc. together because it's separate from what black how black people have interacted with me sometimes. Where like everyone talking crazy is a different kind of talking crazy, and it's 
it hits different as well. So, um, everything from the, um, black people telling me that I have a white parent, like, Oh, have you met them? Because yeah, to, um, white girls who, and I mean, this happened in high school often. Oh my God. Like black guys like love me. Like, Ugh. Why is this happening in front of me? Like I don't. Why do you I don't insist need, on telling me this? I'm just going to volleyball practice. I don't understand why this is happening. To me. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. No, or like they'll come back from March break and be like Jan. Oh my god, we're like the same complexion. Uh huh. Same Except people. you redden when I those, smack the shit out of those you. Those are the so. same people. Yeah, literally. Small town problems. <laughs> you know, people feeling you and whatnot. I mean. Because people you, think they have you pegged, and so they go, "Okay, I'm just gonna do it." Yeah, <laughs> like it's not like ju- it's not like cliff jumping. Okay, like you don't just. It was the poor girl whose uh, like whose wrist that. got twisted up when she tried to touch my hair on the subway. Yes, back when did I she used like to try to find the authorities or something. She did, and the one black and guy they who's came working looking there. for yeah. me all day. They looked and I... asked anyone with curly hair coming off that train. Wow, at Yorkdale. If I any hope, event happened. I hope somebody said, but what did the other girl do? I hope they said, but what happened? Why are you looking for, why are you racially profiling What I should us? have done was try to look for some sort of, like, look for this story being told by other people online. Like, like ah, sorry. Sorry, ladies. It was me. <laughs> like, how are you going to reach into someone's hair and then not expect consequences? Explain it to me. That's because you've never had any I've answered yeah. for you. You ever had any consequences? You give more autonomy to a dog than to a human person. So those are facts. Them's the facts. Oh God, what a time! <laughs> yeah, what thankfully time. I don't have to, you know, be out there every day. Um, work is kind of, you know, get to cultivate more of a work environment than have to, you know, walk into a work environment. So. It's different. Good times. Uh, <laughs> lucky. <laughs> yeah. I'm very lucky in that sense, but yeah. I mean, I don't... I'm, I mean, I, to you've told me stories. Like, your your people still talk crazy. They can still do it virtually. You just get to I close was gonna the window. Say, you just go, <laughs> boop. You just get to hit ignore. <laughs> oh, technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my you God, my wife is out. Bye. You get to do that. You get to do that. Whereas, like, the amount of times I've just wanted to, like, full-out sprint and, like, run away from a situation so they know it's awkward. They go, where's she going? Someone's like, oh, you said something stupid, didn't you? Yeah. See, and that's the solidarity that the other black person that I... Yeah. That I long for. Yeah. Which I had. And then they both left. So, no, all three of them left. Natalie left, too. Where? So, not to say I don't like the rest of you, but... (laughs) There was a certain solidarity. And... She likes you less. We... (laughs) And we all knew what was up. We were, we each got mistaken for each other. Meanwhile, the three of us couldn't, like, we were light-skinned with curly hair, and that's the start and stop of it. And (laughs) it didn't matter. It even happened during the Olympics. Shout out to Elena. Because some producer who was working with me went in and asked her about an email I sent. And she's like, um, you mean Jan. Who I am not. Even yes. with masks on, Yikes. we're not the same. Like, And also, you talked to her an hour ago. <laughs> so Talked to her and did not register her. Like, I understand it's three in the morning and fatigue sets in, but... Yeah. You're racist. <laughs> you, you Raci- might. Racism doesn't take a break, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. In case you were wondering. Um, uh, no. <laughs> it, does, it does hit a sweet spot when someone is just impossibly old. With glasses that are incredibly thick, <laughs> like you on, like you can't. You're only identifying shapes and hoping for the best. Like I, that's it. Everyone is a parallelogram to you, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like no wonder you can't find me. You can't find anything. You can't find yourself. <laughs> uh, so those are the only, and not, not even exceptions. You're like, all right, I won't slap the hell out of you for this, but Oof, I wish I could. That's a. You know, I have, like, I need the physical, visual cues of, like, you are impossibly old. Your glasses are impossibly thick. Like, it is Red Fox from Harlem Nights. Like, his (laughs) eyes look noticeably bigger trying to look through his glasses. Like, it's, 
they are magnifying glasses because <laughs> you're blind and that's okay. <laughs> that's why you can't identify me and Elena. But to the difference between okay. me and Elena. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Mask up. People avoid you even more. So. I am a mask person now. Yeah. I it, oh today was jarring because like since it was the first day of no masking in my building I guess people aren't and I like I stepped onto an elevator and there's a person they're not wearing one and I must have like like must must have looked startled because on their way down he was like oh I, yeah I should probably I guess I you know mask I don't know what to do now blah blah I was like yeah I don't know what the building's policy is <laughs> I was like my office yeah. we have to wear them so blah. and he's like ah, okay and I was like ah, so sorry but also I don't know what to do in this moment. It's uh, it's the it's gonna be a new divide, of it like is. those who are going to keep wearing them, me, yeah, and those who are like free at last, like yeah. like you were, uh, you know what? Either way, like yeah, yep. It's the I will mentally equate it to going from boots to flip flops. Like yes, your toes are free at last. Like they were confined for the sake of. Temperature, yeah, sure. If if you if frostbite wasn't a thing, you'd probably rock your flip flops all year. And yeah. that, sure, um, I won't be that. <laughs> um, I have fingers for toes, and I'm self conscious about them, so <laughs> it's a thing. And I cover my toes, and go. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but those who are just feet out, because it's you know, because we're hobbits, eh, cool. Great for you. Shan't be me. Won't be me. I, in fact, I'm going to buy more decorative masks so it could just be part of the look. Uh, yeah. I will be masked at this concert. It's got rhinestones on it. it there you go. It's nice. There you go. <laughs> like, there you go. It, it's dressed up with me. <laughs> and that's... Yeah. Yeah. I, oof. <laughs> and I, I don't... Yeah. What is... What is the world even going to be like? Sorry. I'm di- we're digressing. Time's <laughs> slipping, slipping. And John's going to snap on me. So, yeah, let us know about your experiences of working while black and returning back to work. Black to work? Yeah. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I want to hear all about them. Thanks for thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll catch you next time. If you need a black coworker. Um, we'll find you one. <laughs> or to, you know, to round out or your like, brochure. Or like your a, black, or a black friend to call, like, in on your lunch break just to complain about stuff. I can be that person for you. Yo, that's a service like, we're going to charge. I can do that for you. Yeah. Because everyone needs an outlet. Stay tuned for the Not That Sorry hotline. Yeah. You can literally get a VR headset now and just tell everybody. And just tell everybody. Yeah, yeah get a line. You're like, not, you will I'm, not I'm, believe. <laughs> you are not good enough for me. Yeah. Just slap it on at work and just say, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, boop, boop. <laughs> Channel live. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I hear for it. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I can, that's I can go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod. On Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile before the ticket collector can come collecting, please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.